Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Parshas Bekurei Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Parshas Bekurei. The topic of our Aliyah is making the Me'il, the Kasoinus, the Mitznefes, the Avnet, and the Tzitz, most of the big day Kahuna, which is part of our Aliyah. Our Aliyah is 11 Pesukim long, running from Perik Lamed Tes, Pasuk Chov Beis to Lamed Beis. We hear about the creation of all these different elements, and we've heard about them before in Parshas Tetzavah. We hear about the Me'il, this is this blue, blue tunic, which is worn under the ephod, and we hear about uh, the, the the gap to the, for the headspace, and we hear about the, uh, at the bottom of the fringes about again these rimonim and these paramonim bells and pomegranates, these little balls of wool, which were which were either interdispersed or one in the other as well as we saw beforehand. Then we hear about the kasonis, which is made of linen. It's, it seems to be a basic shirt which is underneath the meal and for the regular kohanim. And then we have the mitznefes sheish. The mitznefes is the hat. Which is worn by the Kohen Gadol and the the regular Kohenim, the Migba Ois Sheish, then the, the Michnase Bad, also their their pants which they were worn as well. Um, we then hear about the Tzitz, the Nezer Hakodesh, which is this crown of holiness which is worn by the Kohen. It was written on it, engraved Kodesh Hashem, holy holy to God, and over it was these these blue. Um, these these blue strings, which were tied into place, and all the melacha was finished. All the work was finished by Israel, and Israel did as they were commanded by Moshe. Um, so a few basic points to ponder. Number one is why does it describe when describing the hats of the Kohanim was it called Paare Hamigbois? It's a new word we haven't seen this one before. Why is this? Yes, the Ramban says this is because from the word Pe'er, like a jewel, they look like jewels upon their heads. Rashi says they look like crowns. These were they were in, in, endowed with crowns that were serving the nation of Israel. You'll notice something interesting, and that is if you look at the actual materials of some of the big day kohuna, they are made of shatnes. So there's linen and there is wool. As the Ramban points out in Mishnah Torah, in Hilchas Kilai, in Perik Yud Halacha Beis, that the Avnet in our Aliyah, which we talked about, is made of shatnes. And therefore, the Kohen would have to be very careful not to wear it outside of their avodah, outside of their t- temple service, otherwise they would be wearing shatnes, which outside of this is not allowed. The Rad Rivet asks on the Rambam, the uh, later colleague of the Rambam, why would that be? Why would he choose only the Avnet? There were other begotten, there were other um, adornments which were also made of Shatnes. The Rad Baz, a later uh, commentary on the Rambam, explains that because the Avnet, the belt, was worn by all Kohanim, the Kohen Godel had four extra clothes, but the belt was one of the clothes that was Shatnes worn by the regular Kohen. The Beis Alevi takes the Rad Baz one step further and explains that because the Avnet had only one function, that was for a regular Kohen to wear his clothing to do the Avodah, that's why it's being mentioned that he should be careful when his avoda finishes not to wear it anymore. Whereas when it comes to the Kohen Godel, that's a little different. When it comes to the Kohen Godel, even when he's perhaps not uh, you know, bringing incense or cleaning something or opening the gates or singing, when he's not doing any of the avoda, they're actually just wearing the actual garments themselves, provide a certain level of, of, of atonement for a particular sense, and therefore there's a value to it even independently of the, doing the specific avoda as well. Very interesting perspective to note. We learned this from Arali as well. Now, where do the tzitz live exactly? The tzitz live this this um, this headplate. So it does uh, it does sound like a type of keser, like a crown, um, and it says that the tzitz is al um, nefes on the hat. Now Rashi points out that it can't be on the hat because another passage describes that it was on his forehead. So how did it work exactly? So Rashi explains that it was on his forehead. Then above it there was the tefillin because the coin got all the way tefillin, and then there were two blue strings attached to the top, the side and each of the sides, and they were tied around the back. So the strings would go over the mitznefes of the hat of Aaron Hakoin and and tie it at the back as well.
Finally, as we conclude this aliyah, we hear this, the, the phrase, kol mishkan The work was completed. Why does it describe it in such a passive description? So the first and most obvious idea is, says the is that it was com- exactly as it was commanded by God. Nothing more, nothing less. This was, it was almost like this passivity to the command of God. But another explanation that Arachim HaKadosh suggests is that this is there were certain things that were made with divine assistance. So for example, like the menorah. So it's not fair to say that we made the menorah. No, no, the menorah was made by Teichel. It was completed. Um, finally, the third perspective given by the Arachim HaKadosh is that it is also an expression of kilui, which is from the word kalsanafshi, my desire, my passion. This is not just made because we had to, but this is done with a deep-seated passion for doing what was correct. The Balatorim uh, actually quotes a Midrash which says that with the completion of the Mishkan, the world was, compre- uh, was completed. That means to say that all of creation was waiting for this metaphysical structure to exist to ratify its creation as well. As an interesting, um, interesting aside, the Gematria says the Balatorim of this last phrase of Yavatechel is the Gematria of Esrim of Chamesh Bekislev on the 25th of Kislev, which is when all of this is completed. We know that this was waited until, as the Midrash Rabbah says, until Nisan to be inaugurated. But the completion actually was on the 25th of Kislev, and therefore the missing dedication that could have happened on the 25th of Kislev waited for a later dedication on that date. That was when the Chashwanai rededicated the base of Midrash in the future. So that date was special long before Hanukkah came around as well. A date of dedication, which is, the, which is what the word Hanukkah actually means. Now, finally, one last question is, it says that Vayasu B'nei Yisrael, all of Israel did what, they, what Hashem said. That's not really true, because they didn't do all of this. They just, they they gave a, a superintendent, they gave Betzalel and Oliav and a group of artisans the permission to do it. So it wasn't really them doing it. So the Sephardim says, well, they all donated. They were all shareholders. So therefore, they made them part of, the, part of it. And this is important, because in life, we don't always have the opportunity of doing everything ourselves, but we can certainly support the things that are important even if we can't do it ourselves personally. But the Rechaim HaKadosh says perhaps that there's another explanation and that is is that really the artisans did do this but as representat- representatives of the people it was as if metaphysically they were able to do this. In a similar way we know that no single Jew can fulfill all the 613 commandments. It's not possible and therefore we have to rely on each other. We have to rely on those who are kings, those who are farmers, those who are Kwanim, those who are Levim, those who are women, those who are women. People who are not necessarily within our zonal space who, and the mitzvahs which do not relate to specific to us, for us to fulfill the 613 mitzvahs, we need to be able to rely on other people because they, they are part of our, we'll call it, community, communal identity. In the same way over here, the Nei Yisrael was learning lessons, as the Arachama says, of that in order to be able to achieve great things, we need to achieve them together. And that's the only way we can move forward. With this, we conclude the Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.